What's up, what it do, man? It's your boy, Daddy Gamer, aka Player One, the guy himself. And welcome to another episode of The Gamers Den. If this is your first time here, this is the show where I go over video game news, tech news, and a little bit of everything else. We start this thing off with a thing called Quick Hits. All right, so before we get into Quick Hits, there are links in the description. Make sure you click those. That's linked to the merch, link to the music, link to all kinds of stuff. Help you make a couple extra dollars here and there. I can't make you do nothing, but I have provided information, tools, and outlets for you for a lot of things. If you want to play on cloud gaming, you want to play in the cloud like me, you want to play in the future like me, make sure you click the link in the description that says Cloud Gaming for Stadia. Get two fronts, I say two fronts, two months of Stadia Pro for free on me. Go ahead, try it out. Definitely get it in right now, you know what I'm saying? And also, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube page. I might have to put the YouTube link in there if it's not in there. And make sure you subscribe. Every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 12 p.m. noon Eastern time, we are going live, or I'm going live, playing, doing live playthroughs of games that interest me and things I want to play of, whatever the case. And right now, we playing Yeast 9, I believe it's called Yeast. We are playing Monstrum Knox. I think I'm somewhere near the end of the game at this point of recording this. But um, nonetheless, with that being said, let's get into it with quick hits. Headline reads. YouTube Shorts rolls out ability to sample other videos like TikTok. Now, if you don't know what YouTube Shorts is, uh, YouTube Shorts is the, the rival to TikTok. YouTube has implemented a feature where you can upload shorts to your YouTube channel and essentially make TikTok videos, but on a YouTube platform. So if you subscribe to my channel, you know that my YouTube channel that I mentioned earlier, you also know and understand that I repurposed, well, I just tell y'all in, in saying this, I have repurposed the YouTube channel, it's still gaming, but I've repurposed it for clips of this very show, just random stuff that happens when I'm gaming, stuff that I think is funny, stuff that I think is cool, and I make those shorts and live streaming. So when it comes to the YouTube shorts, the YouTube shorts, they're good. You, If you're a content creator, you definitely need to be posting shorts, but it's just like TikTok. You, you make a funny dance, you you make a popping thing, you upload it, you do what you do, you say what you say, get your views up, all of that. So let's go ahead and get into this. Let me go ahead and highlight this for y'all. YouTube is updating a feature of Shorts, the video grants competitor to TikTok, Giants competitor to TikTok, I'm sorry, that lets creators, quote, remix, unquote, segments from other Shorts or YouTube videos in their own posts. After introducing the ability for shorts to sample audio from other videos, YouTube is starting to roll out the ability to sample a short video segment of any eligible YouTube video. Videos that are ineligible are any for which the original creator has opted out of the feature, as well as any that are out of bounds because of privacy settings, copyright, or copyright ownership. YouTube is the world's biggest, let me go ahead and, and uh, that way y'all can see this. YouTube is the world's biggest online video source with more than 2 billion monthly users. With shorts, Google's massive video site is trying to tap into the sensation around TikTok, the social video app owned by Chinese company ByteDance. Okay, I didn't know it was a Chinese company. I did not know that. Well, that doesn't make any type of difference from my opinion on, um, my opinion on TikTok or whatever the case. But 
what I will say is, yes, YouTube is trying to compete with that platform of TikTok. And to be able to sample another video on YouTube and mix it in with your own content, I mean, I guess, but I don't know how effective that's going to be. You know, I'm pretty sure people will figure out how to use this ability. Now, this is all reported. You know, if you, I, I use shorts myself and I don't, and me personally, I'm not going to use any other content to make my content. I just create my own. So, I mean, unless like, I don't know, I don't know. I guess it's give or take depending on what type of content you make, whether it's short form or whether it's super long form or whatever, a minute, 30 seconds, 60 seconds, 20 seconds, you know, cause it's creators out here who work within that time frame of content, which is why they're super successful on TikTok. They know how to do whatever they need to do and make the content, whatever they making in a matter of 15 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds. So with me saying that being able to sample videos, um, you know, I guess it's just give or take. It's a give or take situation. That's what it just sounded like. And it's just based on what you create on your channel. So me for games, I don't think it's going to be as beneficial for gamers because I mean, you might, you better off just making your own content. You do trick shots, go ahead, do trick shots, upload it as a, a short. You know what I'm saying? You bounce the throwing knife off a wall off the ceiling fan and to kill somebody. Go ahead. Cool. Go ahead. Do that. Upload it as a short. You don't really need to take somebody else's stuff and remix it with yours. You don't really need to do that. But, um, yeah, let's go ahead and move on to the next thing in quick hits. Headline reads, Elon Musk offers to buy Twitter. Says company needs to be transformed. Now, this has been news and this has just been making its rounds or whatever for the past day or so. And it's crazy, right? I mean, it's not crazy, but it is at the same time because you got people I've seen uh, like a uh, well, what can I say this? Like I saw a thumbnail of a video on a different platform where you can where the guy, I guess he worked at Twitter and I guess he was explaining based on the title. And the title was uh, along the effects of, oh man, this Elon Musk stuff is putting stress on me at, at Twitter. And I guess he worked at Twitter. So, you know, I guess it's different stories for different folks based on their position in this situation. But Elon Musk, is this has been something that's happening. So let's go ahead and get into it. Let me go ahead and do this. Elon Musk has offered to buy Twitter. One of the world's richest men delivered a letter to the company with a proposal to acquire all outstanding shares of Twitter for $54.20 each, according to a filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission's published on a Thursday. The letter delivered Wednesday amounts to an offer to take Twitter private, a move that would give Musk greater control of the company. The offer values Twitter at more than $40 billion. And I'm going to read the quote. I invested in Twitter as I believe in its potential to be the platform of free speech around the globe. And I believe free speech is a societal imperative for a functioning democracy. Musk wrote, end quote, Musk wrote in a letter to Brett Taylor, chairman of Twitter's board of directors that was included in the SEC filing. And scrolling down, you can see this has also been confirmed by Eli, Elon Musk on Twitter. So uh, my thoughts on this. I know y'all would think, oh, this is a, this should be like a main topic, you know, for those who keep up with the show. Um, 
you know, I, I guess, but at the same time, it's like, it's a quick hits because here's what I think, right? And it's very short and concise. Twitter is a public IP. It's a, it's a public brand. It's, it's a public business. So I've been, and lately, per, on a personal note, I've been keeping up with news more than anything, like, like real, real news a little bit, you know, like what's this and what's that. I've been doing a lot of learning on my end in my personal life. So, well, it's just my life in general, just with the things I keep personal for like investment moves, stuff like that. Like I said earlier, you know, I do, you know, try and help and give options and possibilities and routes for people. That don't mean you got to necessarily take it, but the here this is a possible way and a viable way to make extra money or do this or do that i am no financial advisor but oh i know this works so hey you may or may not want to entertain this hence making music i mean not making music make money by listening to music that link is in the description you know do this or do that you can make a couple extra dollars on the side as i digress he wants to take twitter private so that would mean if you are an investor, if you get in now, and then let's say he doubles or triples the value of Twitter, if he actually does acquire Twitter and it becomes his, well, I guess, you know, you, you, you make money and nobody can invest in it because it ended up being a private business and a private, whatever. So I think if you are an investor and you want to make money and you want to invest, I think investing in Twitter would be a smart move or whatever the case, depending on well, I mean, I guess I wouldn't say put a whole bunch in, you know, just on my assumption, I wouldn't put a whole bunch in there, but a share or two couldn't hurt because then, all right, let's say he does get it. And like I said, and he doubles and triples the value, doubles and triples the value of Twitter. That's great. That my other opinion is, excuse me, my other opinion is um, freedom of speech, right? Freedom of speech is being attacked on all these platforms. The platform you are watching this on now with YouTube and Rumble, Twitter, Instagram, everything. You know, freedom of speech and people being able to say whatever they need or say whatever they want is definitely being attacked. You got people on social media getting killed and crucified for their own opinion. Something that is not a fact. An opinion is what somebody feels. You know, and people is getting killed for that. They getting canceled for that because we are now, especially in America, we are now moving to some form of socialism and things like that. So whether, you know, even though I don't agree with socialism in itself, I do understand and accept that, that the majority rules over the singular individual. So this is the way we're going. And I don't think Twitter in itself is the cornerstone of freedom of speech. You know, I just don't think that is. I think, you know, no matter what platform we own, we should be able to speak our minds and say whatever we need to do, whether it's via text form like Twitter, video, uh, content creation, video, a whole show like I'm doing now, giving you all this visual experience and whatever the case may be. That's, I think we should be able to do that. And I think if we put in this, whatever we think and whatever we say out on a public platform, I think we should also be able to have a dialogue and somebody should be able to disagree and agree and, and a conversation should be held on that. You know, as far as this cancel culture stuff and people canceling people for some things they said, yeah, some people can have some wild off the wall takes, but they shouldn't be crucified and held to the fire and the nail like witches and, and Salem and Jesus on the cross just because they have a different opinion than you or a group of people, you know, just agree to disagree and move on. 
And, you know, whenever this person is brought up in that conversation or that group of people is brought up in that conversation, hey, no, that person just got a wild take or we, we don't pay attention to that. We don't we don't really pay attention to them because that's goofball, goofy, whatever you want to feel about it. So that's what it, pretty much what all I got to say about this. Uh, Elon Musk trying to take Twitter and things like that. And yeah, so if you're an investor, you know, a couple shares in the Twitter won't be so bad because if he takes it and doubles, triples the value, you will come out a winner. So that's going to do it for quick hits. You know what I'm saying? If you made it this far into the show, I appreciate you. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe. You know what I'm talking about? Go ahead and, and do that, whatever the case. And before we get into the main topic, um, you know, I want to talk about like working out and stuff real quick. So I've been working out, right? And I got a, uh, I got a weight bitch coming. Uh, yeah. So it should be here like a few days after, well, from the point in time recording this, it should be a few days. By the time this is uploaded, it should be probably like a day or two, or it might be, um, nonetheless, it'd be here in less than so many days. And I think I just want to tell everybody, you know, get your health right, man. Like definitely get your uh get your health right man definitely get your health right you know i i know health is a big thing and as humans we may or may not be living longer but the whole thing is i don't think you need to be super jacked i don't think you need to be the most ripped dude in the room the whole thing is to be functional you know i've been a very tall person a big dude my whole entire life I have stretch marks, bro. <laughs> like, and I have no shame about it. Like, I'll take my shirt off in public and can't nobody tell me shit. Excuse the language for the sensitive ears. But can't nobody tell me nothing. Like, that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I am who I am, bro. I'm not the size I used to be. You know what I'm saying? I used to be one of the tallest people in the room, but then also one of the widest people in the room, too. And carrying around a lot of that weight, you know, it just gets tiring after a fact. So over these years, these handfuls of years. I just been working out, working out, working out, getting better year after year after year. And, you know, you just keep your mental health in check. I know right now is a, it's a stressful time for everybody. I know inflation is going crazy. Hyperinflation is going crazy. You know, just, you know, don't give up, keep fighting. You know what I'm talking about? And, 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 you know, and keep your head up and stay positive about everything. You know, you gotta have a balance. There's, you know, everything can't be 100% positive. That mean everything is, will end up being 100% bad. So you need to keep, you know, balancing your life, manageable. You need to keep a manageable life. And, you know, when it's all said and done, you know, just be thankful where you at. Cause you know, just know it, it could always be worse. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a grown man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like video games, yeah, I make music, but I'm a grown man, bro. I'm not about to be talking about childish things and stuff like all the time. Like y'all might watch my playthroughs and you know, the child in me come out. I'm having a fun time. I'm, I'm doing something I love to do. You know what I'm saying? I want y'all to enjoy the moments with me. Y'all here, you know what I'm saying? I'm not about to conform and change for nothing to nobody. But at the end of the day, you know, it's just about keeping yourself in, excuse me, keep yourself in a positive mind frame and always keep yourself healthy and keep yourself in good shape. Because it's all about being functional and being here for not only yourself, but for whoever you want to claim to care for or care about or keep around you. So I just wanted to say that before we hopped on into this main topic, you know what I'm saying? And we about to get into the main topic. So this main topic is, um, I'm actually glad we get to, I get to talk about this because, you know, I think Sony may be making the wrong move, right? So let's go ahead and get into it. Headline reads, 
Sony invests $1 billion into Epic Games metaverse development. Now, before we get into the article, I just want to say that I think just like, I don't, I don't want that. Uh, I don't know, man. Like I want to just go ahead and go off the rails, but then it's like, you know, we got to get the information first. I'm not going to go off the rails. Let's get this information first. So let's go ahead and, and, and read and read up on this and let's uh, have this conversation, right? Epic Games has announced it has received a $2 billion investment into its metaverse development, half of which comes from Sony. The PlayStation maker, which already has a minority interest in Epic, has thrown $1 billion at the Unreal and Fortnite developer to create, quote, new social entertainment exploring the connection between digital and physical worlds, end quote, according to a press release. The other billion comes from investments holding company Kirkby, or Kirkby, one of the two, majority owner of the Lego Group. Last week, Epic announced a partnership with Lego to develop a family-friendly metaverse targeting children. The press release states that today's investment would bring Epic's estimated valuation to $31.5 billion. Okay. Um, before I read this quote, we got to talk about Epic real fast. So... Epic has made a lot of moves and Epic is doing a lot of things. And I think I'm understanding the Bandcamp purchase a little better now. You get the metaverse, you build your metaverse with kids. If you got a music hub for yourself, you can kind of control the 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 child-friendly, kid-friendly music and probably compensate the people handsomely who make this kid-friendly music with royalties and stuff like that. I mean, look at Roblox, look at Fortnite. These are games that are popping and Epic, whether you like it or not, whether you like the launcher or not, they're a big player in the gaming space right now. Unreal Engine 5, like bruh, Kingdom Hearts 4 just got announced, bruh. Like they might use Unreal Engine 5, they might not. Unreal Engine 5 is out, so we might get another, we might get the new, these new gen games all on Unreal Engine 5, you know, and it's just like, man, these new systems should be built, the new Xbox, the new PlayStation, they're built and they should be able to handle Unreal Engine 5 and push what can be done graphic-wise and mechanic-wise to the max. Now, like I said, as far as the Bandcamp thing, I you know, I just think, you know, like they said, a lot of people are getting ready for this metaverse thing. And I think, you know, going the kid-friendly route, okay, that's cool for Epic. I just think they want to be able to have a good infrastructure of what their metaverse is. So I think that's just what's going on with Epic. Let's go ahead and get into the uh, and get into the quote. Let me go ahead and get this good for y'all and go ahead and get this stuff uh going for y'all real quick you know what i'm saying let's go ahead and get that all right as a and reading the quote as a creative entertainment company we are thrilled to invest in epic to deepen our relationship in its meta in the metaverse field a space where creators and users share their time says sony group president chairman and ceo Kenichiro Yoshida, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right, in the press release. 
Quote, we are also confident that Epic's expertise, including their powerful game engine, combined with Sony's technologies, will accelerate our various efforts, such as the development of new digital fan experiences in sports and our virtual production initiatives. This investment or the investment comes after Epic officially released Unreal Engine 5 last week, an engine that will likely play a significant role in the development in development whatever non-Fortnite metaverse Epic has in his mind. The metaverse continues to be a popular buzzword as tech companies develop and define their versions of the concept. Epic is seemingly ahead of the curve more than most businesses, given that Fortnite already embodies many of the quote, all-encompassing digital world elements and metaverses often presented as, making Sony's investment understandable from that sense. Sony invested $250 million into Epic in July 2020, giving it a minority interest to strengthen and expand collaboration on tech for digital ecosystems namely Unreal Engine. Despite today's investments, the press release notes that Epic will have, Epic still has a single class of common stock outstanding and that Tim Sweeney remains in control as CEO. The fruits of this partnership and Epic's metaverse remain to be seen and likely won't be for some time, but today's news is another substantial monetary step towards making those plans a reality. So as I read all of that and word vomited to you all, let's go ahead and talk about this, right? So let's all talk about PlayStation Home. I've mentioned PlayStation Home, you know, throughout this show and throughout the long, the, the existence of this show. And PlayStation Home is kind of what, it, it was the metaverse before the metaverse, right? And with PlayStation Home, you could create an avatar and you could do a whole bunch of stuff in there you could bowl you could watch movies or go to a theater you could buy clothes all this stuff digitally dress your avatar up i used to have parties in my apartment like they gave you an apartment because you'll boot up playstation home and you have an apartment you know what i'm saying and it was just a dope experience and if you really want to know how impactful and how dope this experience was i recommend watching this documentary of sorts or just this whole project on PlayStation Home, IGN, they have a thing. And it was just released last year, 2021. And people are trying to replicate and create and preserve that whole experience. PlayStation Home was out on the PlayStation 3. We talk about 2009, 2010, 2008, 2007, possibly even 2006. This was, it was a game changer. I spent a lot of time on home, like, Mind you, this is probably, this is middle school for me. Like PlayStation Home, PlayStation 3, this is middle school, high schoolish to me, like for me. So this was just, it was an experience like no other. You know, you could play games and do all that. And just to show y'all, um, and just to show y'all, and just to show y'all, I'm gonna go ahead and play this right here. So this is a trailer that they had for PlayStation Home all these years ago. And you could just do so much that way y'all can see what I'm talking about. You could dress your avatar up, you dare go to your apartment, overlooking the water, over you got a balcony, you could have an arcade system in your crib. And it was just a dope virtual world. And now we talk about the metaverse today and the metaverse is essentially gonna be this, but on a bigger, grander scale in our reality. So in our reality, one way or another, we'll be able to ready player oneness in a sense and do this in the metaverse, do that in the metaverse. 
and you know we're just going towards a digital age in general so now you know i think sony i mean there are rumors of playstation home coming back but this is why i say i think sony is making the wrong move and trying to invest into somebody else's playstation or not playstation home but invest in somebody else's metaverse when you had playstation home and playstation home hit to the point where it's still handfuls of years later and you have a publication going making a whole video about it giving light to people who are trying to preserve that and keep that community alive what i think sony should do is build their own metaverse if they're going to do that and be involved in the metaverse in one way or another i think they should build their metaverse their own metaverse and make it like playstation home again but obviously with the vr obviously with um obviously with vr obviously with a lot of these features and qualities that playstation home had so with that being the case you know i think they would be a top dog in a top tier service or metaverse port access world whatever you want to call it they'll be really really dope and you know they have all the people who used to play it used to be on playstation home they have all the new people and mind you playstation already got their own vr they already got their own vr so if they just built their virtual world like they did playstation home but you know metaverse it out then um then yeah it, everything should work out everything should be cool so um yeah sony if you see this and you this comes across your desk one way or another somebody who has influence and can make some moves at sony try and put that on the table you know building y'all's own metaverse or having y'all's own metaverse and making it like playstation home to where y'all got some things that we could do like bowl we could play poker like y'all saw in the commercial that's what i did a lot i gambled <laughs> i ain't gonna lie i gambled in playstation home i was like hey man meet me on the poker table dog i want to take your chips you know what i'm saying that was me so most definitely i think that'll work in y'all's favor because if the metaverse is what we gonna be living in or being tandem man in the real world in the digital world in the next handfuls of years to come at least you know as a fan and as a gamer i would make that one of my first priorities to play or to access the metaverse in oh uh, you know i will i'm gonna hop on my playstation vr home situation put my goggles on get my stuff ready to go and I would uh, do that in the PlayStation world. Now, if there's a better competitor or a better business or a better metaverse model, so be it. I do that. But nonetheless, you know, PlayStation does hold sentimental value. Sony does have sentimental, emotional value with its player base, just like Microsoft does with Xbox. You got people who went through rough times and great times with Xbox, same as PlayStation. So even Nintendo. So, you know, my whole thing is I just really think Sony could capitalize on the metaverse having their own. PlayStation Home wasn't nearly, it wasn't necessarily a failure, you know? So, you know, like I said, if this comes across your desk, just give it some thought, man. Give it some thought. And that's my thoughts on the whole Sony investing a billion into Epic in their metaverse. You know, Legos is going to hit. Children's stuff is always going to hit. You know, when children now, 
children now teched out. They grow up with all the iPhones, all the iPads, all this stuff in their face. So they are already in the digital world. They're born in the digital world. Y'all know how the, digi the, the Digimon theme went. Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon are the champion. Change into digital champions to save the digital world. Digimon. I'm telling you, bro, they are already digital champions, man. They are already digital champions. As soon as they hop on the internet, they already know the new heat. They already know the new, the new app. They know what this is. They already know how it works because this is that's that's the world they in so of course if you're born in it you should be a master of it right but i digress and that's gonna do it for this episode of the gamers den if you made it to the end of this i appreciate you you know what i'm talking about make sure you like and subscribe this is on the video platform get the video experience at some point like i keep telling y'all i gotta keep speaking into existence i will put the audio up as podcast so you know that's just what it's gonna be so make sure y'all hit that like button subscribe do whatever five stars whatever i don't care just support if you support you can directly donate or you can buy the merch don't forget to hit the links in the description all that and i'm gonna catch y'all next time go on.